What up, fam? Welcome back to Memoirs of a Lost Soul. It's your boy, Ray. And today's episode is sponsored by the great people at Run Media. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode. What I want to talk about is family. Uh, it's been such a long time. It's probably been like two months or so since I've just done any any podcast or just talked about anything. So the last two months, I've been going crazy with my mom, helping her find a new place to live. Um, quick little backstory on that. So a couple months ago, the owner of the property she was living at decided to sell it to a property management company and get rid of it. And so the property management company pretty much just kicked my mom out and saying, hey, you got about you know two, three months to, to pack your stuff and bounce. Now, my mom has been living in this house for 22 years. I grew up in that house, tons of parties, tons of great memories there. So for my mom, I know emotionally it was very hard for her to detach from that. Plus, not to mention 22 years of just memories and things that she has been saving or whatever. So it was very hard and and crazy for her. Um, And so my mom, though, is that type where she's very strong and independent. You know, she doesn't really want to open up too much. She And honestly, you know, she hasn't really opened up a lot to me. So to see her vulnerable side is rare. Um, she, I feel like she sometimes still treats me like I'm that 12 year old kid. You know, we we're not able to really talk about like life, life lessons or life events or whatever. I don't know. Maybe she she doesn't want to impose on me or or whatever the case is. But so I, you know, when when I found out that she had only a few months to 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 move out or whatever, you know, I kept telling, her, okay, well, you know, just make sure you start cleaning now. You know, like start cleaning or whatever. Just kind of organizing what you want to get rid of, what you want to save. Slowly but surely, we'll start doing it. I was like, and in the meantime, also, we can look around for properties here. I was like, we'll see, you know, how big we're looking to get. You know, you don't want to go too big because, of course, that's going to be more rent. You know, I don't see why you want to be that big anyways. You don't really have kids anymore. It's just literally going to be my mom, my stepdad, and my uncle, three of them. So, you know, three bedrooms would be, you know, sufficient enough for them. So, you know, I told them I would help her out, you know. And again, the way my mom is, is she's always held and, and really put a lot of her personal feelings on the back burner and has never been like, oh, I need help or that type of person to ask for help, especially from her children. I, I don't know why she just feels like she's imposing on us. So, I, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I'll help you out. We'll look around this and that. So, you know, started looking around online, you know, hey, you know, this, we got a couple here and this and that. She's like, oh, cool. You know, she would look at herself or whatever. And. I didn't realize that she started getting more caught up in looking for a place to live than cleaning her house or getting things organized because a month or so went by and I was like, you know, how's everything going? Are you guys? And she's like, oh my God, you know, there's so much to clean and there's some that and blah. And I'm just like, dude, like you already had a month go by. Like, you know, how much really stuff do you need? Like little by little every day, you can take a couple hours to do what you need to do, you know? So as time started getting shorter and we started getting closer to the move out date. Now the move out date was, what are we, there's the 31 days in September. Now how many days are there in September? Uh, yeah, 30. Okay. So by the 1st of October, she needed to be out. So around, let's see, August, middle of August or so. No, no, actually, no, this was September. Yeah. So this was actually like in the middle of September. Finally, finally, I'm so sorry. Let me rewind real quick back. So after that August month or whatever, you know, she kind of wasted in in, in that. I started being like, you know, started to get more involved and and started asking more questions and being like, hey, you know, what's going on? Like, 
why are you why does it just seem like your house isn't getting cleaned and why are you still holding on to a lot of things and so no one was helping her my stepdad wasn't helping her my uncle unfortunately cannot he has uh he has a head injury so he's not all up there and he, and he really can't help her like that so that's why she's his caretaker but my stepdad you know that i don't know he was like just so caught up in his shit like all he was literally was just doing was crying and bitching about I, I don't know. We, we I don't know why we're moving, and that that's not fair. They can't do this, and blah blah this, and all this bullshit. And literally, just felt like a little ass kid complaining about something, like a kid who, like, was throwing his temper tantrum and was hoping that mommy and daddy would buy it for him because he's acting that way. So all he did was care about his stuff. So fast forward till like September time around that, I was like, dude, I was like, mom, you're not gonna, no one's gonna like really give you an opportunity for homes, it looks like, like all the applications you're applying, no one is even accepting it. And the ones that got accepted, we got declined. And now, man, the way it is to, to look for a house or an apartment or whatever, it's fucking crazy. Like every application has a fee. If you're 18 and over, you have to apply and you have to pay the fee. So there was about three or four people trying to live in this home. And so she's doing three or four applications and now looking back on it, it didn't. It, we didn't even have to do that. Like one or two apps could have been okay, and and just paid whatever the forty fifty dollars because every app is about forty bucks. Thirty. The most I've seen was like forty five bucks. So I was just blown away with this shit. But anyways, I, I took the initiative and said, you know what, fuck, man. Like first of all, my mom has no job. She she doesn't have a job. My uncle and my stepdad both are collecting. I believe it's social security. Um, but they don't have a bank statement. They don't have no, you know, no savings or anything like that. So when they're applying for these places, everyone's asking for bank statements, your couple months, uh, pay stubs and all this. And so I'm like, mom, like no one's giving you any opportunity or a chance. And not to mention, not to mention when she was applying and putting my uncle's information down, she was putting or using his expired ID. And I told her that. And she's like, no, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, mom, it does matter. Like, they're not going to be like, oh, it's cool. Like, they have an expired ID. No, you have to fix that too. So I was, I took the initiative and said, you know what? I'm going to start applying. I'm going to put myself out there to give you the better chance because you got literally two, three weeks before you got to move out. And I keep going to your house and I'm looking at your crib and you have not dented one thing at all here. Everything looks the same, you know, because I feel like you're not telling your husband something. You're not, you're, you're allowing him to just mope around and not help you. And then it's almost like at the very, very end, that's when we're going to have to start cleaning shit up. And it's going to probably hit the fan because a lot of stuff is going to get thrown away and he's going to start crying about that shit. So fast forward till we finally got the house. Well, I'm sorry. So when we applied, when I applied, that first house I applied for, they called me back instantly. Oh, you know what? I, you know, we do need one thing though. The ID is expired. We need a renewal ID. So we had to take my my uh, or my mom had to take my my uncle to the DMV. She got him a driver's license. Fortunate enough, they were able to accept the copy of it, the the receipt part of it. So I faxed that out to the people, and in a day or two, they were like, "Congratulations, you guys are approved." You're going to get a moving coordinator. We're going to give you the keys and, and, you know, be all set up and you're good to go. So I was like, hell yeah, bro. And that was two weeks. We had, she had two weeks before she had to move out. So that was like the middle of September. And so finally I was like, hell yeah, bro. You know, thank goodness we got this spot. 
damn, you got two weeks to literally clean and move your shit. You're good. You can slowly but surely start doing it. For some odd reason, they decided to wait half a week, Wednesday or so, on a Wednesday, Thursday. They rented a Penske truck to move it. And whoever helped her pack that truck just had no fucking idea what they were doing. And the disappointing and upsetting part was my stepdad was there too. And I don't know what the fuck his trip is, but he has just been checked out for years. And he didn't do a motherfucking thing neither because I'm looking at this truck. And and this guy, I used to work with him, go to work with him because he would work for an interior decorating company as an installer. and, And he would do all that. And so the company he worked for, you know, he would sometimes need help. So I would go with him. And we're talking about couches, mirrors that are like thousands of dollars. They weren't no like standard type shit. This was like they were doing work for high-end clients and shit. So, you know, packing a little ass RV or a van or whatever to different jobs, you know, lugging these heavy ass um, dressers and cabinets and furniture and shit. Yo, this guy packed this motherfucker down like it was Tetris. You know, he had a fucking, he had his shit on lockdown. So, well, after seeing it, I was like, dude, I was like, you didn't do shit, huh? Like, what, what? No, I, I didn't, I didn't pack, I didn't do it. And I'm just like, so I was getting even more upset because number one, I can't stand this fucking guy. Like, I, I cannot stand my stepdad at all for the life. I cannot, like, whatsoever. So I was getting very, very upset, more frustrated, just being like, dude, you're, you're acting like a fucking puss. You're not helping for shit. You're crying. Literally, you're just crying. And all you're doing is taking your shit and moving it somewhere else. Because the one of the last days when we did a final move, he literally just took his stuff and left. And they were like, okay, where's he going? They're like, I don't know. He says he's going to try to find a storage or go put this away somewhere. So he literally wasted days and shit on, like, just not helping. So now I'm involved. So my name is on the lease. Now I got to drive down from Riverside to Long Beach every other day or whatever, or every day to start packing and, and trying to throw shit away and get it all going because this food doesn't want to do anything because all he's doing is crying because he has to move and it's not fair and nobody wants me here and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, dude, like I get, I'm just doing this for my mom, my family, because I'm sure we all have family that we can't stand or or that, that has done something to, to one of us or whatever the case is, you know. But my mom has never done anything but support me and my family and love me and help me out when I need it. I see it as that's her luggage. Unfortunately, she she had an opportunity to leave him years ago when I was like 11, 12. But that didn't happen. So, wow, I'm not expecting that to happen now when I'm 32. You know what I mean? They've been together damn near 20 years, married for 20 years. So it's like how all of a sudden that's going to happen? No, that's not what I'm expecting. I don't even give a shit because that's her life. That's their life. But the upsetting part is just seeing my mom go through that, having to deal with that shit when it's very unnecessary. And so I don't hold my tongue, though. I I spit my shit and I let him know. And I tell my mom, what's up? You know, because I'm not here to fuck around like that. Like my time is precious to me and my family. And I'm not going to be doing all this for someone who's ungrateful as fuck because growing up all i heard was you're just mooching off your mom you ain't shit you ain't doing nothing blah blah like all this shit talking and now it's like now i'm the one that's still paying your fucking bills helping you move doing all this and but you're still yet talking shit and being a fucking puss about it you know but hey we all have i guess family members like that in our lives or in our families and you know so but what I want to just get to is we finally got her moved out. These fucking dogs. 
we finally got her moved out, moved out of the spot into our new spot, which is like I said, ten minutes up the street from us. Ten minutes up the street from us, so that that's a good thing. Um, and you know, it's it's awesome, but it's just upsetting because I don't want to keep. Well, I do want to help my mom out, but it's it's upsetting that I keep doing all these things and other people are benefiting that I can give a shit less about. But I guess at the end of the day, you got to see it as you're helping your mother, right? You're helping your family. Like, everything you're doing is for her. And, yeah, other people are benefiting. And, like I say, that's her luggage. So there's nothing I can say about that. When you move or you travel, you take your luggage, right? So, unfortunately, she's going to have to take him around. Um, my my thing is, though, because I've already told him, I was like, I don't give a fuck what you see of, think of me or, or how we talk or communicate. Like, I, I'm not trying to be your homie or any of that shit. I can care less. But don't you ever disrespect my family or my kids. Don't you ever do that. The minute you do that, it's done. Like, it's done, homie. You're, you're going to get toasted. Like, you don't want to cross that line. And so, you know, fortunately, he hasn't yet. Or, he, you know, he hasn't yet because my kids, you know, they, they still love him. And, you know, they, they like grandpa or whatever. So I'm cool with it, you know. But that's that's the, the, the latest, the, the what's been happening over the last month or two, you know, and it's been super crazy busy. I haven't been able to do anything with YouTube, haven't been able to film anything, haven't been uh, editing or doing my, you know, all the stuff I like like to do, whatever. Um, it's just life throws a lot of shit at you. And, and a lot of the times your responsibilities definitely have to come first. And even though I'm trying to do things with, with you know, media company and I'm trying to do things with video and, and editing, photography and all that, it's not my main primary primary it's not my main and my primary goal it's in a sense a hobby and just something I love doing I already have a career and it's something that I'm gonna continue on because I do like it at somewhat you know at some point it's not like I it's like a boring ass fucking job or whatever but I do like it but I also enjoy the fact that I can be creative with art and video uh, videography and photography and shit like that so I'm trying I'm trying man but sometimes you know and I'm sure a couple of you guys, a couple of you females and males out there can relate. Like the world is on your shoulders. You know, sometimes you are everything to your family. You're not just a support system. You're not just an ear. You're everything, you know, financially, mentally, emotionally, like you're everything. And, you know, I I feel like I hold a lot on my shoulders, but I love it. You know, I love that. I, I want to leave a legacy behind where people are like, yeah, that, that guy right there was was a hell of a man right there. That guy did anything and everything for his family and he did anything and everything for his friends and he wanted people to succeed and, and you know, reach their goals and, and run their goals and, and just have fun in the process too. So I have to sometimes sit back and, and think, okay, don't get mad that you're doing this. You know, you're doing it for your mother. You know, you're doing it for your fam. You're doing it to, to better them and to better you know, your situation, their situation. So to get upset because you're doing it because your stepdad or someone else is benefiting is really in a way selfish. But, you know, I, I see it's justifiable because you don't want to do something for someone who doesn't appreciate it. You know, that's just kind of like human nature. But my mom has always been gone out of her way for all of us, has been over backwards for myself, my brother, even people that we don't like. You know, people that are not even family, just people that are like, that aren't kind hearted. You know, my mom still will go out of her way and try to help them out or whatever. So 
So just want to want to take that time to just say, you know, always do something out of the kindness of your heart. You know, family is very important. Family, you know, again, you you are probably the person that they mostly rely on. And so you want to always just continue to be the better version of yourself every day. And you want to just kind of continue to grow and be the best. Just be very compassionate, you know, very understanding. Be strong with what you believe in, but also be open-minded and, and open-hearted and, and listen to others, you know, because people do need help. You know, there are people that need help. And like I said, I never thought I would be responsible or feel like I would need to be taking care of my mom like in this aspect. I, I don't know, man, maybe... Maybe I just thought my mom was superwoman and was going to live forever and was going to be as a tough-ass lady forever, you know, and I just never thought about that. So, but, you know, I'm glad my mom is around. You know, it's going to help us out a lot tremendously with the kids, but she's also going to be able to spend time with the kids and, and watch them grow up because that's the part I loved. I remember growing up with my grandparents and traveling with them and just seeing them, like, literally on a daily basis. So, just it's just an awesome feeling. So I'm very thankful and glad that we're able to move my mom. Um, and I, I just want to continue to be better for them, for my wife, for my kids, myself, you know, and, and my family, my friends and everybody. So just remember to always have family in your heart. You know, don't don't let family walk on you or anything like that. But but I know a lot of us are probably responsible for family members. And maybe we, we don't we're not aware that we are, you know, like I, like I was saying, I wasn't aware that. I never thought I would be taking care of my mom like this. And in a, in a weird way, it just kind of like, I just kind of became her caretaker or, or I kind of became her right-hand man afterwards and being like, hey, mom, you know, you got to remember about this bill or hey, mom, remember this or hey, this, hey, that. You know what I mean? So, like, don't ever feel like it's a burden because your parents, your mom, your dad, whoever took care of you, sacrificed a lot for you and did a lot for you. So always keep that in mind as well. Um, yeah, man, nothing much else to talk about. I mean, there is a lot to talk about, but the story I wanted to talk about and the event I want to talk about was family and the last month or two that I, what, why I haven't been on any type of social media actively and why I haven't been podcast or anything, but, you know, just wanted to reflect on that, you know, family, you know, it's, it's very important, but you know, it can drain you. Family can drain you a lot. So anyways, I don't know if you guys feel the same. I'm not sure if you guys ever, you know, felt like that, like doing something for a family member, but you don't want to because others are going to benefit from it, you know, but don't let other people change you as well. Because if you were initially going to be, if you were initially going to do it, it's because you're a kind person and and you want to help. So don't let other people influence you or sway differently because of a personal emotion you have or a feeling about that. Um, But Hey, if you don't want to do something for someone who's has done bad to you, that's cool too. You know, in my case though, I cannot help my mom out just because she's married to my stepdad. You know, I can't do that. So, but anyways, thank y'all so much again for listening. Thank you guys for your ears. Hopefully, you guys can um, understand what I was trying to talk about, or maybe you guys, you know, in some weird way, have gone through that, or you know, are in a similar situation. Let me know. But family is important to me. Um, always continue to be yourself and be the best version of yourself and don't let other people sway your opinions or change your heart. Thank you guys so much again for everything. Hey, everybody at Run Media, thank you guys so much again for sponsoring this episode. I hope to be a little bit more consistent on here to be bringing up more topics, more current events, because Memoirs of a Lasso is about everybody. It's about 
your true feelings, your emotions, your stories, your history, her story, everything. So hopefully you guys are able to connect with my story. Hopefully you guys took something away from it. Um, So again, thank you guys so much for your ears. Don't forget to run your goals and have a great one.